And welcome to Reliving My Youth. My name is Noel Fogelman. My guest this week is Dan Bush. You got it, the touch guy. He wrote and performed the legendary song from the Transformers animated movie from 1986. Uh, it's one of the most memorable songs in movie soundtrack history. Ironically, the, never, the song never was released as a single, it never charted. Dan talks about why. He tells me about his favorite placement of the song in pop culture. We also talk about his latest album, Dare to Dream, which is fantastic. And he is basically the father of inspirational and motivational rock. All his songs are great. You can get pumped up, fired up too. And I hope you enjoy my conversation with Sam, because I sure did. So Stan, thank you uh, so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. Um, before we kind of like, you know, look at, um, look back, um, Dare to Dream, your latest album, I, I really enjoy um, some great songs on it. Uh, was that kind of like an inspiration? Was the past year really an inspiration for writing that, that album? Actually, yeah. Um, I know a lot of people had really tough time, you know, with the COVID and all. It's been a disaster for a lot of people. And I guess if there's any silver lining, it's that I was able to work with my myself and my producer and we focus exclusively on this album which is very cool in that respect you know the creative side you know was most most all the songs uh, were written this year or, or i'm sorry 2020 right yeah so yeah 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 like i know you released the 80s uh you know i think the as a single prior to the album which is a fantastic song it's a, it's a, a fun oh, video. thanks how um yeah. going about writing the album like for you has like the process changed you what this is like your 14th album so how, how does the process like change for you or has it um well it's not drastically different um i've always just kind of start out with just an acoustic guitar and and just kind of fiddle around and right. and uh if i if i get like a little chord thing or you know maybe with a melody and it just starts to hey this is cool you know and then if, if it seems like something that's, you know, catchy or, or grabs me, then I'll pursue it, you know, and uh, right. it's, uh, I, I'm, this is the way I work is uh, I kind of get a melody first and then uh, sometimes, uh, uh, okay, this sounds like a chorus and then, you know, maybe a title will just kind of emerge or pop out, you know, hopefully and uh, they kind of work backwards from there and get the lyric going, you know. Yeah. Was the recording so, process like, uh, was it, did it change for you like with the, with the pandemic this past year? Um, it was mostly all um, just my, my producer Holger Fath um, and myself okay. uh, at his home, home studio. Right. Uh, we, they uh, we got a drummer guy too. Uh, you know, Craig Gamick, he's great. Yeah. Um, and he's uh, real good friends with both of us. So he came out there as well to do, right. to track the drums. But, but basically uh, the whole process was just uh, Holger and I, for the most part. And, uh, right yeah right so, now uh you know a couple of songs you know, had really cool videos 80s i think your son w w was in that video yeah. Right? yeah 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 my son my son played a young me right <laughs> that was uh that was a lot of fun i even rented an old vw bus to uh be in the video so it was like okay this is a time machine you know instantly right. you're back and <laughs> it's actually yeah. 70s car but you know right a lot of people had in the 80s yeah <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, did it take a lot of arm like twisting to get him in there, or was he a willing uh, participant? No, he uh, he was up for doing it. It was cool. Right. Um, the 
the uh, guitar player is a friend of a friend and okay. uh, the other guy that, that had the drumsticks, he's not even a drummer. <laughs> he was just my, my, my son's buddy, you know, and he right. came, you know, did that. And of course the, the hot girl, she's yeah. like an actress, you know, and she's right. been in a lot of, been in stuff, you know, so she, uh, she's a pro and it, yeah. but it, it, it came out great. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I'm just speaking from my own opinion. I thought it was a very fun video. And Oh yeah, totally. Yeah yeah totally yeah like i mean because now it's like obviously mtv and like you know it's they don't show videos anymore uh i mean like anything on youtube now is great but do you feel kind of like the video has changed the, the you know the video landscape so to speak oh yeah it's uh it is different uh i um it's funny because i did that recent one with the uh the song born to fight yes. from the new album yes. yeah you were probably going to ask about that but um yeah that netflix reached out to me I guess it was uh, September or something. Right. It's like we, it was perfect timing because it was one more song left to go on the new album. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they asked me to write, Netflix asked me to write a song uh, to, it was for their, their two most popular anime shows, uh, Baki and uh, King Ashura. And so uh, they asked me to write a song about fighting and I said, okay. And so I called up my buddy, Lenny Macaluso, who co-wrote The Touch with me. Right. Um, and Lenny, so Lenny and I wrote this song, Born to Fight. It came out great.
uh, we recorded it with Holger and anyway, the Netflix people loved it. And so did a music video with uh, clips from the shows and, and myself as a sort of, you know, playing this tough guy yeah, <laughs> with the, ex- you know, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Right. It, was, it was like, it was like be- between tongue and cheek and serious at the same time. It was, yeah, it yeah. came out pretty cool. Right. Was that, is that like part of your like regular workout or did you do anything different for the video? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually the, that was another thing from the COVID. My, my wife is like, she's a fitness person. And okay. so she, uh, she has a, a, a dumbbell, a rack of dumbbells. So yeah. that was actually in the video. Her, that right, was her, right. those were her weights. And so, but yeah, she's been kind of training me in a bit. Oh, and so, yeah. So I didn't have like chicken arms or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it's so hard, you know. It's like I haven't gone to the gym in over a year because I I don't feel comfortable. Right? I know, right? Yeah, yeah. None of us, none of us have. It's like, yeah, yeah. So that exactly. worked out well, I guess. You know, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, it gave me an excuse to sit on my sit on my couch and eat donuts, I guess, which is <laughs> unfortunate. But, <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't need an excuse to have one. But um, yeah, going uh, you know going back, who are some of your like musical influences and like when did you like really get started in music? Well, actually way back, I mean, I grew up in the, you know, the 60s, late 60s, early 70s was when I really got into music. And, you know, they had great stuff like the Motown songs were incredible. And then the Beatles, of course, and the early stuff and the Zeppelin. I love them. And uh, uh, then later on, bands like Foreigner, I I really, uh, their their early Foreigner stuff was great. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I guess that, you know. But I've had a pretty wide sort of uh, influence uh, influences yeah. in terms of musically and right. So yeah, like when did you like realize that this could be a career for you? Um, it's funny because uh, all through school I was in bands, right? Right. Um, from Florida, and uh, the when as soon as I got, I went to college for a bit, but then I after that just sort of just went on the road and played nightclubs and right. all over the South and. Uh, yeah eventually uh i guess it was probably uh still still uh early or mid 70s i i got asked to join a recording group uh okay. in colorado and that's when i'm sort of migrated out t- towards right. the west and we spent like two and a half years there recording and with this band and then we got signed and then came to la so i've been here ever since right they, we did the band was called boulder we did one album and then uh, yeah the band broke up after that and, right yeah <laughs> Yeah, because you're originally usual from, story. Yeah, of course I know, right? <laughs> you're originally from Florida, right? Yeah, 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 yep. right. And same like same area where Tom Petty, right? Grew up in. I've known him since like okay. seventh grade, eighth wow. grade. Yeah, he, yeah, he was uh, in bands way back then, and uh, and I I played in some different bands with the drummer, mm-hmm. and you know, but I, yeah, I knew those guys right. coming up. And now, like, how did uh, you get involved with the Scotty Brothers? Oh, um, okay. I had done, uh, when I came, when I was here in LA, right. The right. band had, uh, I had got a chance to go in the studio and do some recording, uh, yeah. uh, after hours kind of stuff at the original Electra Asylum studios, uh, right. and, uh, did kind of a solo album project. And yeah. that, that ended up, I got, I got a deal with CBS yeah. records, Columbia, um, and uh, now it's Sony, but anyway, right. uh, did one album for them, and then uh, after that deal, I uh, ended up uh, getting a deal with Scotty Brothers, uh, and uh, did the numbers, the second album, and then right. 
the the guy Richie Wise produced. He had done. He had worked with uh, you know Kiss and a lot of right. bands. Um, really good producer, and he got me uh, hooked me up with uh, you know some really good songwriters, mm-hmm. and that was kind of what I needed, you know, to right. get get you know, better songs. And uh, so I was collaborating with different people. One of one of whom is is Lenny Macaluso, and right. you know that's when the touch came about. Yeah. And, yeah, Lenny and I originally wrote it for uh, the Stallone movie Cobra. Right. And then, yeah. And uh, anyway, it ended up being in uh, the Transformers uh, animated, the original Transformers movie. So. Right. And I heard um, like it was uh, Iron Eagle that kind of inspired. Yeah, that's uh, that yeah. was the inspiration. Right. Uh, Iron Eagle too. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. I guess he turns to this young uh, fighter t- uh, pilot and said, uh, "Kid, you got the touch." And it was like, yeah. "Whoa!" You know, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> it was like a big ep- epiphany. You know, and yeah, uh, uh, yeah it, uh, but it was a cool time. I mean, that was when I started doing other stuff as a singer. Right. I got sort of known around town as a as a rock singer, and I was doing mm-hmm. commercials. Uh, like I was the voice for Toyota and Coors right. Beer and all the stuff. Right. And, I did a lot of sang a lot of albums too, like uh, Alice Cooper and Jefferson Starship, and people yeah. um, people call me for singing stuff. I the right. the first two uh, Jean Claude Van Damme movies, I right. had sang uh, three songs on each of those, and uh, it was it was cool. I was sort of uh, like a session singer guy, you know, yeah. and uh, right. one of the beer the beer boys, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Were, were you like, okay, would you just do that? Or because I know you started writing your own songs, but did you really want to get your songs out there rather just come in and sing someone else's songs? Or did it um, matter at that point? Well, I was, I was happy to be making the money was like right. great on these commercials. So that I was like, imagine, wow, right? you know? So uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, it was, um, it was kind of both. I mean, I had, like I say, the, the barrage album got, really good uh yeah. you know reviews did really well in europe right. seemed to sort of take a life of its own after uh so i uh, you know late 80s early 90s i started doing shows in in uh, performances and tours and things in europe um right. germany particularly and and the uk and went to japan you know so yeah. it was kind of a um you know evolved from there and then once the uh you know rock sort of imploded in the early 90s and this right. grunge yeah. thing came in and that was like I was like totally not my thing at all. So, yeah. but fortunately I had sort of a, made a name for myself in, in overseas mm-hmm. and I was able to, to keep doing, uh, you know, my, what I do, you know, the eighties rock thing. And right. so, yeah. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm a huge eighties fan. I, I never stopped even during that time period when grunge and like, a, you know, the rap came hey, out. It's great. music. I, yeah. Me too. I'm, yeah. I'm still an eighties guy, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you know I appreciate artists who like know what they are and don't try to like change if they're good at that one thing. You know, it's like and because your music yeah, is great, sure. inspirational. You can rock out. It's been over thirty years, and it, and it's awesome. So like you keep putting out great oh. albums. So why change? You know. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's it's funny because um, I think I'm better than I was as songwriting. That was the one thing. Uh, right. Fortunately, my voice is kind of hung in there too. I haven't yeah. like lost my. I, one of the great greatest things too is being in based in LA and no, I haven't had to do like, you know, 12 month tours or anything right. like that. Like a lot of, a lot of bands did. Yeah. And I think it, it's really hard to keep your voice uh, from, from blowing out if you have to play that much, sing that much. And right. so yeah. that respect has been, uh, been good, you know? Yeah. Because I mean, you know, dare to dream, I mean, you sound just as good as, you know, when you did performing the touch for the first time. 
Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just, I don't know. I, I think I'm smarter now. It's funny. Right. Uh, I yeah. don't know. You know what I mean? You, you kind of learn, oh, wow, man. If I could go back in time of course. with what I know now, everybody yeah. thinks that, I guess. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the touch, I mean, like, it has to be the most, like, successful song never to chart, I'd imagine, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's right. You got the touch. You got the power Yeah After all is said and done You've never walked, you've never run You're
But was that ever like released as a single? Was that ever a plan or no? Um, well, one of the things, uh, Scotty Brothers at the time, they were distributed in, U- in the U.S. by Epic Records. And, okay. you know, they had had uh, huge success with like Eye of the Tiger and yeah, Rocky, Survivor Rocky Four soundtrack, and, yeah. uh, and the Rocky Four. You know, they had band, you know, they had uh, Weird Al Yankovic and, uh, right, yeah. you know, they had uh, Robert Tepper. Yeah. He's a friend, you know. And yeah. uh, anyway, but they didn't ever have... Um, you know, huge hits after that. And so I, I think at the time, like the Scotty brothers uh, thing, they, the Epic wasn't really pushing their stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think as much as they had been right. previously. And I just, you know, it was like I say, the, the European label on their own, uh, mm-hmm. you know, made a lot of stuff happen. When right. I first came to Germany, it was, I guess, 1989, the wall was still up. And so I had to fly mm-hmm. to Frankfurt mm-hmm. first and then to meet yeah. to, uh, to uh, berlin and right. i got off the plane and uh there was like 50 kids there with my album wanting oh, wow. autographs so i was like whoa yeah. you know right. i didn't, yeah. had no idea you know it was like this celebrity it was yeah it was pretty cool I, uh, I was on a tv show the next day and they okay. they figured i would be on that flight i guess or something yeah that's so. yeah. <laughs> yeah and that was that yeah. was free internet so that was that's really uh that's really good <laughs> yeah right <laughs> find out yeah yeah different yeah. time I know. Yeah. But I mean, even like before the Transformers movie came out, the, the cartoon was very popular. I, I was a big fan of it, you know, growing up. And when the movie came out, my grandfather took me, I was 11 years old. The theater was packed and there was a point when it was either Spike or Bumblebee cursed and said, oh shit, mm-hmm. movie. Everyone gasped and like the whole theater walked out except me and my grandfather were walking, looking around like, why is everyone going? Because he said shit. And then it was just left for me and my grandfather to watch the rest of the movie <laughs> by ourselves. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, they ended up, I guess, you know, redubbing it because people were like complaining that, uh, you know, it was a curse and a kid's, you know, cartoon. But I didn't know that. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you no, can find I know, like, the clip on uh, Hasbro. On has, uh, Hasbro is a very sort of squeaky clean. I mean, they have, right. you know, their, their biggest yeah. thing is kids, right? So yeah. they have to be careful. Right. I right. remember, though, I, I did a, bumblebee toy th- uh, deal with them and they yeah. so they used the touch and right they had to have a, a team of lawyers decide if if yeah. you know when all hell's breaking loose if that was going to be that's okay yeah <laughs> right <laughs> it, it, it finally did get approved but it was yeah. funny right yeah, yeah. and I, I had no a, it's good though you know, it's good it's like disneyland or something you know you have yeah, to yeah, you know, squeaky clean, yeah. yeah but they, yeah. i guess they tried to yeah. manage to sneak it in there and you know people were not having it but yeah it was like Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's kind of laughable now, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the clip is still on YouTube. If it, it's on there. It's it's pretty funny. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. But it also contributed to uh, the song Dare with uh, Vince DiCola, who I had on the show a couple of years ago. Uh, great guy. I know he's bad. Oh, Vince is awesome. Yeah. yeah. He and I have been, well, it, yeah. been friends a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super talented. And he, you know, did Rocky Four. And uh, yeah. 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 You've done some of the uh, conventions with him, right? The, uh, yes. Yeah, we did. Uh, well, the first one I think that that we did together was in '97. It was in Rochester, and uh, I think that was the the first BotCon or the first uh, yeah. Transformers convention. So we we performed together, and people loved it. It was really right. cool. And then after that, of course, it, the the whole franchise grew and grew. And yeah. uh, you know, Vince and I have, have appeared together a few times since then. And, right. you know, we keep in touch. And, yeah. 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 He's great. He's an awesome player, oh, too. Yeah. Just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Super yeah. talented. Yeah. Virtu- virtuoso kind of guy. Yeah. Right. 
were you like i don't see disappointed but like when, you know stallone was like the biggest name in like the mid 80s not to be on cobra and then end up being on, on a cartoon i mean it worked out great for you you know but were you kind of like disappointed at first well at the time yeah the, the label said uh yeah it's in this movie called uh transformers and it's uh it's about an uh, animated movie about robots and like what <laughs> you know at the at the time like ninja turtles was the big thing right right <laughs> and uh so but little did we know you know yeah. that it would become a, a big phenomenon you know it's like huge right and, uh, it, it's it's kind of cool in a way to be sort of cult following kind of thing and like uh yeah. it, that's the story of my career it's, in a way it's been i've yeah. never been like this huge star but right. it's like kind of like uh people like oh man yeah this guy's really good or whatever it is you know and and uh it's it's a neat a neat thing actually to be a sort of yeah. an underdog and uh right Absolutely. i don't know yeah. i tell you you know nearly every huge celebrity or huge star um has some real serious issue flame out or something you know personality wise right maybe, yeah you make a zillion dollars and it's just you know messes you up i think you know yeah. so but yeah, good problems i guess right yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> but you just you know you just keep working keep churning out you know great stuff yeah, and, yeah. no to me it's yeah, it's always been about the music and right you know but the yeah. people that I've met, uh, really, this whole the whole way, it's been a great ride. I mean, I met this these all these amazing people, and you know, people come up to me at these conventions, yeah. and they're like, "Man, you know, you're 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 the soundtrack from my childhood, or right. or these songs changed my life, or yeah. something like that." It's great. To, it's very humbling, you know, to right. uh, to hear that stuff. You know, you're you want to you know, try to you know have some sort of positive impact in the world, and it's like very gratifying. So. Right. Yeah. Have you ever been like, you know, called, say, like the father of a motivational or inspirational rock? Because all your uh, music is, you know, is like that. Oh, I hadn't heard that term, but it, okay. it's but I have I have had that comment about, you know, I don't know. It's to me, I've always been a very positive sort of person. And uh, right. I had a great childhood, you know, that kind of stuff, I think yeah. helps. And but but the touch kind of was the kickoff thing for all of that. And right. uh, I was like. I just, I don't know. It seems like every album I have two or three songs that are like, yeah, you know, because yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it's like, we, you know, we, you make your own reality in a lot in, in life, you know, and I think if you, if you think positive and act really, you know, uh, you know, give, give everything your all, you know, do your best. I think you really can. Uh, we, we have more power than we realize, I think, you know, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. And then you were on a couple other uh, soundtracks, you know, Van Damme movies, Kickboxer and Bloodsport, which, you know, great songs also. Um, now, that has a, there's been kind of a decline of a movie soundtracks in like the last 20 years. Any yeah. idea why, you think? I really don't know. Um, I, I do know that, you know, getting back to the 80s, whole yeah. the whole thing, the movies back then were incredible. Right. Yeah. You have like these great songs, like think about Top Gun and, of course, you know, yeah. uh, you know, of course, Survivor, I yeah. the Tiger, and uh, right. you know, that was really late seventies. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and and uh, you know, a lot of uh, those kind of Back to the Future. Right. But the, anyway, you you'd, you'd hear the songs, and you, you know, you walk out of the theater, and you'd you'd already yeah. remember the songs, and you'd right. be singing them, and yeah. so that's the kind of songs like the the hook is. I guess is that's one of the yeah. biggest things that that i miss you know okay they still have that phenomenon but it's like now it's it's not as you know it's more subtle and uh yeah but uh you know it's like the whole but I, I, more soundtrack yeah. is like you know the movie is the one big soundtrack or music video yeah. so to speak you know it's, it's great it's, that's it 
from song yeah. to song. And, and now and, it's- yeah, and that's right. And those movies, they the song was a big part of the story. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, so, absolutely. Because yeah. you know, like Bloodsport and like, you know, like the music makes to those movies. Without the music, they're just, eh, it's another martial art movie. But, you know, it's mm-hmm. like those, it's, it stands out and kind of elevates it to like another level. I, you know, it'd be cool if they brought that back, you know, I yeah. think. It, it's true. So, yeah, you can do some more soundtracks. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. Now, like, the, the touch has been, like, everywhere in pop culture. So, like, what is, like, your favorite, like, you know, placement of that song in pop culture? Well, I thought the the uh, Boogie Nights, even though right. I wasn't a singer on it, yeah. Wahlberg was singing, it was very cool because it was, like, a spoof on the 80s. And uh, right, yeah. I, actually, I actually ran into Mark at backstage at a Hascon. It was, like, a Transformers okay. convention at, right. for Hasbro. And about three or four years ago, and I back he had just done a panel, so he was walking backstage, and I said, yeah. "You got the touch." <laughs> he turns around <laughs> and he said, "How did I do?" And I said, "It was great." <laughs> anyway, but a couple of minutes later, he comes over yeah. with his phone, and, and we start singing it together um, like a couple right. of drunk drunk guys. <laughs> it was yeah. it was hilarious. Right, but, it's, uh, it's kind of ironic, you know. He's he kind of spoofs the song in one movie, and then like maybe what ten years later, he's in a Transformers movie. That's he's in the Transformers, right? Yeah, that's yeah. a. That was an unbelievable coincidence. So. Yeah, absolutely. Was there ever, I think, in the first movie, there was supposed to be like a placement for the touch, wasn't it? It was supposed to be. And yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm, I never found out why. Um, right. But Michael Bay, I, I think, I don't know, I had read that he was trying mm-hmm. to distance himself from the original, you know, the cartoon movie, because uh, I'm not sure why. Just yeah. a pride thing or something. But right. I do know that he, uh, he did acquiesce in terms of having uh, uh yeah. you know optimus prime you know uh peter right. cullen yeah uh, right well, but i you know it, it, i think it would have been really cool if he had used the touch you know they, yeah, they were supposed to happen but it, yeah. you know there was even paperwork and everything but uh at the last minute it was it was cut for some reason right yeah so. which is a shame and it would have been a real shame if peter cullen wasn't voicing optimus prime people would have revolted you can't have right else, right you know <laughs> voicing him you yeah. know Bad enough they killed him yeah. off once. He can't. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, at least it was in the the Bumblebee movie. Yeah, exactly. I love that movie, by the way. It yeah, was it was a couple great. of years ago. Yeah, yeah. it was great because I, I wasn't a big fan of like the Michael Bay ones. I don't. I, I think yeah. it was missing something. But in the song, it just didn't really have a heart. I, I felt, but the Bumblebee movie was really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite one. Uh, the first one with Megan Fox and all that, I, that was probably my favorite of the Bay films, but uh, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's hard to keep up, you know, that kind of a, yeah. yeah agreed. Piece. Yeah. 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 So like, what, what kind of movies do you watch? Um, I like action movies. I mean, I, you know, something like, uh, you know, mission impossible. I love the first wonder woman. I haven't seen the new one yet. Yeah, Me neither so. yet. I, I have to get to it. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see that. And, but those kind of movies are fun. And uh, yeah. that was another thing, too, that movies have changed a lot. There's a lot of dark stuff, you know, now. Yeah. But I remember the days in the, the 80s, 90s. I mean, they'd have th- these big blockbuster movies would come yeah. out. And they'd have, you know, whatever it would be, you know, James Bond or or Mission Impossible or something. You yeah. know, and they'd be, you know, or, or uh, you know, movie with Harrison Ford or something. The Fugitive. That was a great movie. Great movie. Yeah. Watch but you don't. You yeah, you don't see yeah. movies like that coming out anymore. I don't think the uh, yeah, you I mean, know, oh, like I guess the only like big budget features yeah. are the car, are the Marvel, yeah, the car, yeah. the comic book, yeah, 
Right. But so, and, yeah. and those are really good too. Yeah. Know? Yeah. They are. But it seems like, yeah, they're trying to remake or reboot everything now. And it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's not the same. You know, <laughs> it really is. No. Yeah. Yeah. But then you, you, you kind of revisit the touch a little bit, made it a little darker.
Yeah, doing uh, we did kind of a, a slower mid-tempo version of yeah. uh, it was like a totally different sort of melody and things. Just uh, it right. was just uh, hey, let's try this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, and they added a rap in it too. <laughs> yeah, a little rap in there. That was yeah. uh, yeah, it was one of those things. You know, we we try stuff and right. Know, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I appreciate your time today i mean this was great uh, dare to dream is out now it, it's fantastic and um but before we go do you think like the touch i mean has kind of opened the door for fans to listen to the rest of your music well that's hopefully yeah that's been the case i mean yeah. people know me as the touch guy you know right. and uh but i think uh well I, and the the new album dare to dream the reviews have been just great yeah. um i've had really tremendous reviews and it got I, a few days ago i i got the word that it had voted number the 10th best album from from last year oh wow 2020 so yeah it's cool stuff i mean it's uh and i'm working on something new that's going to be uh awesome. it's going to be known in by the end of january probably and uh, oh cool and, and it's very big and very cool and if people want to find out about it, I can't really disclose, but just, okay. just go to stanbush.com and okay. uh, check awesome. it out. Yeah. Awesome. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll can't wait. And uh, hopefully I'll have you back to discuss that. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. your time today, Stan. Hey, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And a special thanks to Stan for joining me today. Check out his catalog. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. It's more than just a touch. You can follow him on Twitter at Stan underscore Bush. Check out his website, stanbush.com. And if you have a guest suggestion, hit me up on Twitter at the first null one nine or like the page for Living My Youth on Facebook. Go to iTunes, check out all the best episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and review the show. Don't have iTunes, not a problem. The shows on SoundCloud, Podbean, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found. A new episode comes every week. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you then. And a special thanks to Stan for joining me today. Check out his catalog. I mean, it's fantastic. It's more than just a touch. You can follow him on Twitter at Stan underscore Bush. Check out his website, stanbush.com. And if you have a guest suggestion, hit me up on Twitter at the first null one nine or like the page for Living My Youth on Facebook. Go to iTunes. Check out all the best episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and review the show. Don't have iTunes? Not a problem. The shows on SoundCloud, Podbean, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found. A new episode comes every week. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you then.